the future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. For some football talk. This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek Kennard. Welcome to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, I have a special guest here. Uh, my former co-host here is Coach uh, Al Gross is here with me. My hometown, my home slice from Stockton, California is here with me today. Oh, uh, man, I'm so glad that you're here, man. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, BK. It's oh, always, man, it's always feels a pleasure. like at home being back. Always a pleasure, big guy. Hey, man, uh, you know, my, my first topic today is talking about this situation that happened in the Bay Area uh, at Candlestick. We had this uh, this shooting and fight that occurred out there at the uh, Candlestick. It's, you know, it's nearly tragic. We got some guys that's in the hospital from gunshot wounds. We got guys beaten, uh, beaten pretty severely. And... Uh, Man, I just, uh, and this is no place in football or in the stands for this type of behavior. We gotta, uh, correct this and get this thing handled so it doesn't leave the NFL and, uh, f- pro football, uh, with a black eye. So I, I just, um, you know, in, in the fun of all the context of everything, things got a little out of hand. And of course, uh, we see a, a raider right in the middle of the mist of, of all the sea of, of, uh, 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 49er fans. And, you know, personally, I wouldn't have went in there with my raider, my raider gear. I would have went in there, uh, you know, uh, 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 vanilla, uh, that means neutral. And, uh, and kept it at that and, and left it alone and went and cheered my Raider fan, Raiders on and, and got out of the, the stand safely. But this, uh, apparently, I don't know what he said, what he did to provoke, uh, this situation that, uh, that happened in, uh, Candlestick. Coach, you have any idea what occurred there in, uh, in Candlestick yet last night? Well, what I, from what I heard, he had uh, a shirt on with derogatory comments about the 49ers included into his T-shirt. And then uh, I think you, you've always got to factor in the alcohol and, and, and other things that go in, into play when you're uh, at a game and you got that type of mentality. But here's the disturbing part is from my point of view. Uh, we saw after 9-11 where there was strict security, and it just says to me that the security is lax for somebody to get shot four times, and the s- four times 
with a handgun at a stadium and then following behind the 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 guy getting beat up down in L.A. at the baseball game. Right. We really need to do a better job with our security at these stadiums because that shouldn't happen uh, no. to anybody. You should be safe going to a game. Yes, you should be safe. But, you know, the the, the shoving a guy into a, uh, a toilet or urinal and, and flushing him in it, that, that is just way over the fence. And uh, it, it should not be tolerated. And these guys should be uh, prosecuted in the full extent of the law and should not be allowed into any sporting event in America period, uh, for the rest of their days. But uh, there may be other charges in, uh, involved with this, With uh, but you never know in California because, uh, you know, it's all it's that three strikes you out type of deal. So the mentality there is different when when uh, when you uh, commit a crime there. Not many people are afraid to do a nickel, a nickel or a dime uh, just for, for shooting somebody. They'll do it, do the time. But uh, that three strikes means you're done for the rest of your life. And that's that thing in California that new law that I don't like uh, it's not really new it's been in effect for over 20 years but I, that don't mean I have to like it <coughs> how you feel about that strike three yeah, law in well, California three, yeah well three strikes law is just an, uh, it goes a little bit overboard a lot of times uh, you know when you have people who do things but uh, you know violence is not tolerated uh, we don't want to see violence happen anywhere and that was uh, 20 years ago that was uh, the, the California legislature's answer to stopping some of the gang violence and that was to lock them up for life and not let them back out. Right. On a more positive note we had Larry Fitzgerald got paid he got his paper and uh, I'm happy for him I'm ecstatic about it. The Cardinals got it done before the, the uh, apparent deadline of his was what was it uh, he wanted to have it done before the start of the season so that he did not have to deal with it uh, towards the end of this se- uh, this coming season. But if not, he was going to move on and, and solicit more suitors that were going to want him and possibly in Minnesota. But they got the deal done. And in retrospect, looking at this thing, it looks beautiful and it looks gorgeous right now. But after that new contract that's coming up in 2014, it's going to be a gangbuster of a, a TV contract and revenue coming in. And it's going to look like uh, uh, Little Bo Peep lost his sheep, where, and, 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 and he's going to look and feel underpaid at this point, as, as, as if he's still productive at that time. He's going to look pretty darn silly. If he's still at the top of his game and uh, the next three years after this after this deal is uh, already been signed. But will you do you think he's going to challenge this one after this contract deal is up? Well, it's an eight year deal. So uh, chances are, like football, you know, if it's not guaranteed throughout, I know there's a certain amount of a guarantee, but he 50? probably won't pay. He won't pay play. I don't know if Larry Fitzgerald will play eight more years, but if he is productive. He can always, uh, you know, uh, take his services, sit his services out and demand to be paid more if he feels that that's unfair. But Larry Fitzgerald, I think this contract is going to put him in a category where he's set for life. This is a this is a they wanted the Cardinals around here. And I got to give Rod Graves credit. 
Uh, this is a mark of an of a good franchise when you have your superstar happy and signed to an extension. Uh, you don't have to go through the media wars that we've seen some players do to get their money. They're sitting out, uh, they're holding out. They seem like the same teams continue to have the same problems, and it tells me that the Bidwell family is starting to open up the checkbook. Yes, they are. You know, with the uh, Mike Bidwell has stepped up. You know, he's uh, he's kind of changed some things since. Uh, since my playing days uh, there, and uh, excuse me, yeah. So, so he's he has really he has really stepped it up as a as the lead attorney as and 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 also the assistant and helping out uh, 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 the general manager at getting his contracts done. Hey, he's really been instrumental in helping him step this thing up, and I'm so happy for uh, for Fitzgerald to get this thing done. I also had an opportunity to see him catch that miraculous catch. Wow! I don't know if he would have caught that if you was coming over the top of that. You might would have cleaned his clock. While he was in in the the grasp of uh, trying to bring that thing in, I, I, I'm thinking in my mind you would have s- gave him a <laughs> snot rocket and knocked that thing out of his out of his hands. You think you could have done that, Coach? Well, shoot, with the rules now, man, if you don't hit him in the strike zone, if you don't hit him in a certain area of his body, you probably can't touch him. You get fined. But uh, you know, Larry Fitzgerald, that was an outstanding catch—a stab, one-handed stab—and he caught it with one hand up against his helmet. And then holding the elbow up to show you that the ball has not never touched the ground. That he was, is he yeah. is he is an elite, elite mm-hmm. receiver and I'd have to put him in one of the top five in the NFL. And uh you know you he he kinda got lost a little bit in the name of top receivers because of the lack of quarterback mm-hmm. uh following the hangover behind uh, Kurt Warner, but as long as Kevin Cobb stays healthy, Larry Fitzgerald, when he's singled up, from what I've seen so far in the preseason, they're going to get him the football. Well, you know what, man? I, I when he caught that ball and I saw that the uh, that the safety didn't come over the top like he's supposed to came, and uh, all I could think about is guys like yourself, Donnie Rogers, uh, 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 Smith D. Smith from the Broncos. Uh, I thought about my boy, the other cat, the other cat from the Broncos that you, uh, Atwater used Steve to come Atwater. across there. Oh my God, Lonnie Lott. Some of them, some of them guys would have would have cleaned this clock. But hey. That was then. This is now. This is now. They've got us. They're talking safety now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would have happened in the, in our time uh, out there on this field because some guys would have came over the top and just let him have it. And, but I've never seen any of you, you and the guys you just mentioned, close their eyes and and and, and uh, well, what they they led with their head, but also they had uh, what we call. Uh, a, a poke chop. They're feeding you a poke chop, a bone, uh, uh, as well. So it's it's uh, it's uh, now this it's, this safety issue has really made things dicey. Even myself, I used to come across the pile and uh, clean some of you DBs off my oh, running yeah, back. Yeah, so you, you know, yeah. hey, hey. You tried to come and get me a couple of times when we played you guys back in the day. <laughs> yeah, you had your tap dance shoes on them, them nights too, big fella. Got to, got to. You too, too big of a man to be taking on. <laughs> yeah, we flying around, big fella. We flying around. We doing our thing. But oh. DK, I saw something on uh, ESPN. They had a clip of a guy, the player for uh, safety for the Broncos, took a guy out on the sideline in a preseason game, and there was in a fight almost erupted from the player 
players on the offensive side because he took the guy out on a cover two route, blasted him in his head and shoulder area, and he was fined. Uh, he defended his hit, but those were guys following him around, uh, and that hit 10, 15 years ago would have been applauded as a good hit, but yeah. now they're coming down on the guys, see, see. and that's where the game is gone. Wow. And, and, you know, and when you think about a guy's career, uh, you know, maybe it is evolving for the better, but, you know, it's just different. Yeah, yes, it is. You know, it's, uh, uh, a little dicey nowadays, big fella. So it's, uh, <laughs> it gets touchy, you know. Hey, we have Plexico is back and, uh, and he caught him a touchdown pass last, uh, uh the other night and, uh, uh, against his former team. And, uh, you know, you think this guy's going to make the team and co- make this uh, miraculous comeback, uh, with the, with the Jets after being locked up, uh, these past, uh, couple of years there, uh, Coach? What do you think? Well, if it was any position besides receiver, which uh, you know where you're going at all times, and if you catch the ball, he presents a big matchup problem because he's six foot five. He's not necessarily the fastest guy, but when you get in that red zone, if somebody's six five, and you see it from Vincent Jackson, uh, a lot of your bigger receivers, and you got that 5'10", 5'9", cornerback on you, you need to throw him the football and get it up in the air. Uh, and I think he's going to be a weapon for Mark Sanchez when they get down in their red zone and they can tuck it in there and pull it out and then throw the fade or the slant to a big target like that. He can be very effective uh, along on the other side with Santonio Holmes. Yes, uh, yes. Can he stay healthy? That's going to be the big question. That's going to be the big question. You know, I I thought he's he stayed healthy. Uh, his uh, early in his career, he's pretty much stayed healthy. But uh, well, he had a few injuries, some hamstring injuries, and some other things he had bothering, some nagging little things. But uh, prior to this getting shot in the leg, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that injury. Let's. <laughs> That injury seems to have healed them, and, and we're, we're happy about that. But shoot, man, that's a hell of a way to get hurt and be yeah, missing two sure years is. of football. It right? sure is. All right, our, our, our next topic I wanted to talk about is Newton. He's been pegged as a starter in Carolina. Is it too soon to put him out there on them railroad tracks, big fella? No, because if you had a veteran quarterback and you could give him time, you need to give him a little time. But because they have Casey Clawson or whatever the guy from Notre Dame is, right? Who, uh, I think you just get the best lineman you have. <laughs> you take those running backs that they have had who have had success. You put it in there and you let him do a lot of play action. But what saves him is that he's six foot six. Yes, he's two hundred and fifty-five pounds, and he is fleet of foot. So when in doubt. Take off. Yeah, yeah. He's going to pull that ball down and take off, and he got some wheels. So and learn to slide. Yeah, he, he better he better <laughs> learn to slide. Well, yeah, Coach, uh, I want to thank you, but uh, you're going to stay with us, aren't you? Yeah, I'll stay for with one you more segment. Back. Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to take a tic tac and bring it right back right after these messages. And yes, sir. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Tired of the same mundane talk radio show, boring opinions, and people not knowing or telling the truth? 
Tune into the Sports Life with Josh and Otis. This show is brought to you by two men who know the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional sports. Josh and Otis's experience and careers in the NFL give them access to the inside information and a reason to have a candid opinion. Tune into the Voice America Sports Channel Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. It's more than sports talk. It's a way of life. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. And I got my special guest today, Coach... Uh, uh, Bubba Gross, and we're here. We just finished up talking about that Newton uh, as a new starter, been pegged as the new starter of the Carolina Panthers. And you know, Coach, I agree with you about that situation. It's uh, he's not going to get any better sitting on the sideline. He need to have that ball in his hand, and he need to learn how to make his progressions. Right now, he's into his first and second uh, uh, progressions. He's got to make the third, fourth, and fifth to be at that. At that, uh, uh, that Peyton man, the, the, to get that, to get that superstar status, he's gonna have to get that, uh, third, fourth, and fifth read, uh, to, to get that ball to, uh, out in a hurry, big fella. And, uh, you know, being a DB, you guys got them steps that you do, and it's like a, it's like a choreographed dance that y'all backpedaling, backpedaling, you plant, turn your hips, and you got to have the swivel of your hips to make that thing, uh, to make that turn on that ball, man. But, you know what? If it, if the the receivers run a precise route, uh, such as a, a Fitzgerald, it's hard for you to close on that ball. Am I correct, Coach? That's right. When they run the perfect route and the ball's thrown where it needs to be, uh, they're professionals just like we are. A coach told me that. And uh, if you have the timing and the throws right, there's nothing you can do. But mm-hmm. uh, with Cam Newton, uh, when you invest in the first pair player picked, and you look at what he's done in college ball, 
and you look at some of the good quarterbacks who have been thrown into the fire, a la Troy Aikman, uh, Matt Ryan, uh, Joe Flacco, uh, it can be done, but you have to make sure that you protect the guy uh, as, as best as you can. You don't want him trying to throw 40 times a game. Uh, you want to mix in some run with that, right? Right. Well, he's a big guy. He's going to be tough to break uh, to bring down. But he's, you know, this. I want to see him uh, be a, a not a running quarterback, but a throwing quarterback. And but I also like to see him mix it up uh, from time to time uh, when there's nothing there. Pull that ball down and and go get it. But he's going to have to learn how to slide, big dog. That's right, because they're going to be trying to get him. Yes, sir. All right, we want to move on with Rivers with the Chargers beating uh, uh, Tony Romo and the Cowboys. Cowboys uh, uh, yesterday last night, and I tell you what, man, I, I was uh, I was pleased to see that big old right tackle out of uh, USC, uh, uh, Tyron Smith, to play as well as he did, and and he did very well, both run blocking and uh, on on protection. They isolated him on, on a few protections, and uh, you know Romo didn't do a bad job when he was in there. Uh, I believe uh, Rivers though looked really sharp. Uh, what do you think about that? Coach. I put Rivers in the top five quarterbacks in the league. Now, if San Diego can have a good start to their season, okay. uh, unlike what they've had in the last three or four years, they've always come out the box slow. If they can put together a, a winning first half of the season, look out for San Diego. I watched that Dallas game, and I also watched them uh, the week prior against uh I think it was the San Francisco or St. Louis okay. or whoever they played in San Diego. Is is going to be a good football team? So I'm trying to think in your mind who's the top five quarterbacks, and I'm thinking about my guy down there in New England, and then I'm thinking about them uh, Peyton boys, and then I'm also thinking about your boy down there in in Orleans, and then oh, you, then you got Rivers as five. I have Brady, Manning, the one Manning, Peyton Manning. Okay. I have Philip Rivers, good Drew good. Brees. And my fifth choice would have to be, you know, that that could be a, any one of a few guys, but you know who I'm going to put in there this, at this point. Uh, if he has a good season, I'm going to put Josh Freeman in there oh, man. from Tampa okay, Bay. He okay. had a 10-6 yes. season with some young, inexperienced group around him. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, for what he did last year, i like to see him. Uh, move into that elite class this year. Wow, that's a uh, boy, man. That's uh, you put him over a whole lot of uh, some some nice boys out there. You over Sanchez? Are you kidding me? Oh, he's he much better than Sanchez. Oh, get out of town. Sanchez is his supporting cast. Is Shut what the Sanchez. front door in the back. <laughs> 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 well, close it up, big fella. <laughs> you know he has gotten them to he has gotten them to a uh, uh, two two AFC championship games, but I don't see him as being the reason why they did that. Now they also got a hell of a defense, and they've also got uh, had a, a good running game. That uh, and, and Sanchez throws too many interceptions for me. Wow. Well, you know, the, he's starting, he, he's got some key receivers that's really been helping him out. And, uh, you know, getting Plexico out there is really going to help him as well because he got that big target now. Yeah. And, and is throwing through those, uh, those mighty mouse receivers. Uh, you know, uh, that's, that's all nice, fine and dandy. But boy, having a big target sure helps a guy, uh, complete those passes. It does. It does. All right, coach. Well, we got, uh, Gore. Is Gore contract going to get done up there and then? Uh, I almost said that word, the Bay. 
Well, you know, this is what I'm talking about when I say the good franchises, they don't have these types of problems. And if they are, the guy will be quiet and they're going to assure him that they're going to take care of him. And you don't hear the public outcry that I'm out underpaid. So uh, Frank Gore has had injury problems the last couple of years. Uh, he hasn't finished the season. Uh, you know, and he's been supposedly going to be the feature guy, but, uh, you know, it's a business and, uh, we're going to see what they're going to do and uh, hopefully they'll, they'll take care of him and keep him happy. Well, you know, my inside sources say that, uh, uh, Frank Gore's uh, better days are behind him, and you know uh, the short life of, of running backs. Uh, the the life of their legs are uh, are zapped uh, enormously, and they over the past uh, three to four years they've been putting a lot of weight of that entire franchise on Gore's legs, and I believe. Uh, uh, the rumbles in the jungle says that his legs is gone and, uh, and, uh, all the wear and tear and the injuries are starting to mount and, uh, they'll probably be better served bringing in some younger backs and, and getting the job done with some younger guys. But, I like his the way he protect the ball. He doesn't give the ball up much, but uh, you know that's something a decision that they they're going to have to make. And boy, if he does get away and and he's been recuperating this entire season, this may be the year he get his get his legs back. Well, you know his problem was a hip problem, and when you have a running back who has a hip problem. That is different from a, a reconstructed knee or an yes, ankle, as you know. Yes, it uh, is. Your, a lot of your weight, your shifting, your weight bearing is your movements that we teach mm-hmm. uh, our young kids are all uh, hip, hip, is hip and balance. And so, uh, the 49ers have to, you know, think of it from a business standpoint. Let's look at this guy through training camp because you haven't been able to do anything while the lockout was going on. So sure. now that we're out of the lockout, I'm sure before they give him some money, or the big long-term contract Hollywood Fitzgerald got, they're going to want to see him, you know, to, uh, as and, and be able to gauge whether he is worth a long-term contract because, like I said, it is a business, and you can't take it too personal, but... You know, both sides are doing what they can do. Now they say he want that uh, he want that money that uh, Johnson's sinking, and he is nowhere near in the ballpark of Johnson uh, from the Titans. Now you know hitting that boy there, he's 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 in a league of his own. I know he's trying to get his contract redone, and man, this this kid is he's special. He's a special kid. Well, when you look at running style, see that's the thing we gotta look at too is how many hits does Chris Johnson take as don't opposed take to Frank Gore. He's a different style of back, and he is probably the fastest man in the NFL also. He accelerates so fast, you don't get a good hit on him. He's kind of like Tony Dorsett used to be. You never see him really get clocked, right? but he's always moving and diving forward for positive yards. And let's face it, he's got the Titans in a position right now where if he is not on that roster, they their ability <laughs> to score is 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 heavily depleted. They're a team on the downside, if my opinion, with the loss of Jeff Fisher and you coming in with Mike Munchak. That is a team in that division with the Titans and the uh and the uh, Houston Texans and and the teams that they have to compete against on a on a divisional, I don't see them doing anything this year. Okay. Wow, man, they better get that man in camp, man. They're going to be in trouble. <laughs> you better pay him. <laughs> pay the man!
Get that man his paper as Dion say, pay the man. Pay the man. Yes, sir. Man, I man, you know what, man? I that guy is a home run here, man. And he's similar to a Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders is a small, short, stocky guy, but man, he makes people miss and he's a home run hitter. And I like guy I like guys like that, man. He really gets the job done. All right, we want to take a tic tac and bring it right back right after these messages. And coach, you gonna say goodbye for now? Yeah, and thanks for having me, Coach DK. It's always a pleasure to come back home. Thank you, baby. All right. All righty, man. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific time. 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard-hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard-hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice. Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, we uh, just had a wonderful segment with Coach Al Gross. Uh, came in and joined us here this uh, last couple of segments. And we want to go right on into the uh, the KC coach had a situation and a, a fight at uh, practice, and he called it a family issue. 
and uh you know apparently a fight broke out at practice this is uh towards uh this is getting towards the end of training camp now and guys are getting tested it's time to start tasting uh, some new blood some uh, uh playing guys that are not on your team and and it's that time of the year that uh guys get into little scuffles so nothing for our our fans and folks to be alarmed of uh up in the KC area it happens this time of the year guys get tested it's going to be some skirmishes out there on the field uh with guys uh scrapping and and battling for those uh roster spots you know this is going to happen now but you know uh, tempers start to flare when it gets uh time time for guys to buckle down and you better know your plays you better know the snap count you better know what you're doing start uh uh, uh, fi- uh sharpening your knife to fine tune your craft so you're ready to play on Sundays now this is uh this is uh, uh the time that guys get uh, upset uh, uh with each other for a little over the top or a little bit too much uh, of uh, you give them a little bit too much ooh-wee when I call that ooh-wee I'm talking about you might hit a guy a little too hard or you might have hurt somebody's feelings it happens big fella it happens because when you have a guy fighting for his position it's only 53 man roster and they have another 5 to 6 guys that are left on the practice squad that they're able to keep and now see that makes it a very limited on how many guys you're going to keep on your team. So now you got guys that are, it's getting to the second half of preseason where the last two games are finna jump off and we have guys fighting for roster spots. So folks down at KC, don't be too alarmed. It's happening all over the league and you're going to probably see more of these skirmishes occur as we move along through training camp. All right. We had the, we got the Bears and the Giants are playing tonight uh, and, and you know the Roy William replaces uh, Johnny Knox uh, you know and Johnny Knox is not happy about this now I I don't know you know this is uh, Johnny Knox was pretty productive these past couple of seasons with the uh, with the with the Bears and I my, you know I've, I've grown to uh, to kind of like uh, Johnny Knox Johnny Knox has been playing very well so with that said what the heck is going on? Did uh, Roy Williams get a fire lit up his butt? Because he haven't he haven't pissed a drop down in uh, Dallas in the past few years, or was it just the quarterback wasn't getting him the ball? We're going to see that tonight. I uh, believe the game has already started. I'll, man, I need to get an update on this. I'll, I'll have that for you at the next segment. But boy, I tell you, what the heck is going on with that? Johnny Knox has been benched for uh, Roy Roy Williams. Are you kidding me? We want, I want to see how this thing plays out. We're going to see and check it out on what happens with this situation with Johnny Knox and Roy Williams fight out for that position. That's going to be an interesting development that's going to take place or is taking place tonight. All right, Haynesworth pleads no contest to avoid trial. 
All right, Hainsworth, uh, uh, you know, he got into some uh, off-season problems, uh, uh, and then uh, now he, uh, uh, to avoid trial, he uh, he played no contest. So he's going to probably have to be uh, pay some fines, and uh, <clears throat> I don't think he's going to have to serve any time. Uh, you know, this situation here, uh, you know, it, it was uh, this plea occurred just for him to avoid trial and for him to avoid any other uh, embarrassment to his new team, the New England Patriots. He's probably been advised by by the, the, the team council, not his personal, and to, to move this thing on and move and, and not uh, facing the, the serious charge of sexual abuse in this case, which stemmed from a visit with the hotel uh, 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 in February. And, and if he was convicted, that would char- uh, charge uh, ch- charge in a trial that was set a uh, to begin Tuesday, and, uh, and he would have up to six. He would have been facing six months in, in, in jail and a fine up to a thousand dollars. So, well, you know, we'll you will see how this thing plays out. But Hainsworth uh, seems to be not complaining about football, not complaining about much of anything, and now it looks like he's trying to get in shape and and uh, give the New England Patriots some production. So I want to see how this guy, uh, you know, being so temperamental these past few years, I want to see this guy uh, play like he used to when he was up in Tennessee and with the Titans. So we'll see how that thing plays out with him. And, uh, boy, Moving on, we want to go back to the Broncos and uh, Orton to start over Tebow. And Tebow's been moved to the third spot. Wow, what a development has taken place with the Denver Broncos. I hope they're making all the right moves because, boy, I'm not sure. I would have put that Tebow in that starting position and made that guy live up to his his potential. Now, uh, uh, Tebow, uh, Tebow has been a uh, model citizen and been a, been a heck of a college player. But man, I sure want to see this guy turn out to be a heck of a pro, so, uh, a pro ball player or uh, quarterback, uh, such as he's been a citizen. So we'll see how this thing uh, develops with Orton. Orton uh, get his stuff together and stop throwing interceptions and and uh, uh, get some W's because you know Elway is not having it. As the uh, new GM of that team, he's going to make sure you better get, get get it right or make it tight, big fella. Gonna get you out of here. Uh, I mean, that man is not playing. He want to get it, get her done. That's right, baby. All right, all right. We also have Antoine Odom was shot over over the weekend in a home invasion. I believe there was a girl involved, so he has some issues as well uh, happening with him and. Uh, you know what? It was a longtime friend of his from a, a lifelong friend of his that has uh, uh, had a girlfriend in the middle of them, too. And I guess I believe he was over Odom's house. The young lady was at Odom's house and the home invasion took uh, place with his friend uh, 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 invading the house and, and shooting Odom in the leg. So Odom, I believe, has been released from the hospital, is doing fine, and uh, he has a few pellets in his leg that it will eventually uh, be removed. But right now he's uh, uh, is in obvious pain, but at home and released from the hospital. So big fella, get well. And man, you guys gotta find your girlfriends, find your girlfriends at other places, big fella. All right. 
And my, I got a question here. Um, I want, uh, if we got anybody calling in, please call in and answer this question for me. Um, I'm, I, I got Benny Wells as a, is he, is he a beast or is he a bust? This is the question I want to know. And Benny Wells, a beast or a bust? Now, sometimes, depending who's in his head, he's some days that he's a beast and then there's other days he's a bust. I want to know who's the real Benny Wells. Is the real Benny Wells from Ohio State, is he going to show the beast mode that he played with this past weekend or is he going to play like he did with the Raiders and be a bust and not run out of bounds and run some guys over and get the first down and get the darn hard yards that we need that big fella to get. That's the question I want answered. We have any call-ins, call in at 888-346-9144. I want to hear your answers to the Benny Wells from the Cardinals. Uh, the running back, the starting running back for the Cardinals, is he a beast or is he a bust? Come back with Joe with me on that one. All right, we who will win the NFC West? Now you know I everybody has one has an opinion and I have mine and the mine's is this: the West, the NFC West. I choose the Cards, Seahawks, and 49 is going to fall in line. Now, that Seahawks and 49ers could change places and uh, because the 49ers are that strong on defense. But on offense, they are, uh, they, they, they are hit and miss. We're not sure which offensive team is going to show up. And are they going to get their beast of a running back they have, uh, Frank Gore? Is Gore coming in and going uh, to get his contract done? Now, that can change things, too. Uh, change the uh, 49ers from being third to second place as a wild card in that NFC West. So, see, those things can change if uh, uh, if the 49ers get their act together on the offensive, offensive side of the ball. We're going to have to wait and see with that one. And I'm also not sure what the what uh, what is going on in that defensive backfield of, of the 49ers. You got your... Uh, you got your second round pick from last year at, uh, at, at out of USC, uh, Mr. Taylor Mays sitting in number, uh, he's a, your third, he's your third and fourth, uh, uh, defensive, uh, uh, free safety back there, a strong safety. Are you kidding me? Man, what has he done to piss somebody off? He better get tell somebody you're sorry, big fella, and get it together, cause I, hey, man, you was a number one pick the previous year at coming out of USC. You chose to stay in school. Now you was a second round pick. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, but you know the folks around the league say that he didn't have the swivels in the hips to go in the, fir- in the in the first round after his junior year. Uh, and he stayed his senior year. He comes out. Now they say he can, he don't have it in the swivel in his hips to make the turns to turn and run like he did his junior year. So I don't know how the man aged that quick to, uh, not be able to go from the first, uh, first round and slipped all the way to the second. Man, they must have saw something. It was just those nagging injuries, I believe, that, that caused him to slip that far into the draft, uh, last year. All right. We want to uh, uh, take a tic-tac and bring it right back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that NFC Beast of the East on who's going to win that that conference. All right, be right back. 
passionate flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here. From Under the Helmet, uh, if you have any problems with uh, some of my uh, questions I'm, uh, or topics I'm talking about, please call in at 888-346-9144. All right, I believe we left off with talking about the will, who will win the NFC East, the beast of the East. And I'm going to choose, drum roll please, uh, yes, we have a winner. NFC East, I'm choosing the Eagles taking it in the East by a slim margin over the Cowboys. And I'm telling you, it's going to be tight as it is almost every year with the Giants being in there as well. It's going to be a tough one. But, boy, um, and with nothing seeing, from, not seeing much coming out of there from the uh with those Redskins, um, I'm not sure what's going on with Redskins camp. They got a lot of issues that they got to work out in a number of positions. I'm not sure what's going on there. I know that Mr. Snyder has been trying to spend a ton of money these past 10, 10 plus years, but boy, he has been, un- been unable to put together a good, good ball club. So 
he's going to have to go to a GM school or something to help uh, put put together a good team. But boy, he is not shy of pulling the gun on paying some guys. But man, we got to may have some cohesiveness and some guys working together for for a common good of the team. And that's what it's all about to win. All right, now the NFC East has a. Has uh, some key players offensively with Vic at quarterback. Vic threw three interceptions this past week. I don't think he's going to be doing that during the season. He's going to get his uh, fine tune his craft and sharpen his knives and get the get the ball out to his uh, his, his uh, designated favorite receiver. Mr. Jackson, and of course he's got him some more weapons out there too uh, that to, to throw the ball to. But you know. The defensive, the defensive backfield is the strength of this ball club. They're going to have to start showing up and playing like it. Cause, uh, this past week they got scorched and they got to, they got to uh, sharpen their knives and start uh, honing in on their, on their craft as well. If they want to call, consider themselves as a dream team, as the backup quarterback, <laughs> uh, Mr. Young, Mr. Vince Young called, they called the team as he, as he come to the podium for a press conference talking about he, he can't help himself. He, uh, he on the dream team and boy, the coach, uh, Coach did not like him proclaiming them as a dream team, but hey, the, the cat, the cat's out the bag. You're not gonna sneak up on anybody this year in the, in the NFC East. You guys better live up to it, or it's gonna be a mess for you there. And I tell you what, uh, uh, it's gonna be interesting going through this season. All right, what's the problem with the NCAA nowadays? And I don't know, man. It's uh, they got a they got a whole bunch of problems with the NCAA. I know it, all these teams can it, all these teams are in trouble, and uh, uh, these programs are in trouble. And, and I'm 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 just uh, concerned of the whole body of the NCAA and uh, how things are, are starting to shape up. They're going to have to get with the times. They're still they're still working under the uh, the work orders from way back in the 50s and 60s. They're going to have to start paying these players a little something. They're making way too much money. Uh, they, they, these kids aren't stupid. They're in college. They understand that they're making tons of money for the university and the university is paying them pennies uh, uh with their stipend checks yes they're paying for their education yes they're taking care of uh all of uh of their books and their room and board yes they're doing all those things but you know uh you know with the with the light being shined on the NCAA with the uh, all these super conferences making all this money from the TV contracts and so on and so forth uh the, the at some point they're going to have to share the wealth because but we have coaches as well as players violating all these NCAA rules and then with this situation that occurred with this booster from Miami oh my god things are just a mess in the NCAA they're going to have to find a way to get this thing cleaned up so we don't continue to have all this negative press that's happening with the NCAA what a shame that this is that uh, black eye is giving the NCAA uh yeah they they're handing out a lot of penalties a lot of uh situations for them to uh pose uh, sanctions on the Miami program the Oregon program the Tennessee program Ohio State my goodness it just that's just uh the tip of the iceberg there's other programs Auburn Oh boy, I can go on and on. They're just, they're just tacking up. Boise State is up. 
up for uh, under sanctions uh, uh, being investigated. I mean, they don't have uh, the NCAA has a hard enough time turning around a sanction on a a given program. It, it took them what uh, five six years to turn around a sanctions for the for you, the, the Trojan program. Well, now they're going to do a quick one here with uh, Ohio State, and I'm yet to hear what the sanctions they're going to pose on them, but. Man, they're talking about a death penalty for the Miami Hurricanes, and that's the that's such a machine. They call it the U. They don't even consider the University of Miami. They call it the U. The U without the football program. Come on, man. That's like that's like a mustard. Uh, that's like having a hot dog without the mustard, man. That's peanut butter without the jam. Come on, baby. You got to have the U in the in the NCAA. Come on, you somebody. They gotta find a way to get it right and get this thing right. Yeah, they're gonna have to pose the sanctions on them, keep them out of a few bowls, but the death sentence, man, this is gonna be a harsh sentence, uh, uh passed down to the Miami program. I don't wanna see that happen to their program, cause, you know what, the U has been, uh, a vital program of the NCAA and college football for a long time, and to have them out of football would be a tragedy to the entire game of football. So I like to see those young men be able to be able to go ahead and progress with their lives and go ahead and be able to play some football down in the in that uh that south, that southeast, in the SEC. Come on, baby. All right. Let's move on. Uh we gonna see what Bryant has for Breakout year for the Cowboys. It's time for my man to have a breakout year. Uh, a couple of years ago, his senior year, he set out his entire senior year with Oklahoma State. Last year, he had a leg injury and hurt himself and was out the entire year. Is it time for Brian to have a break? He's been off for two years. Now, this time for this Oklahoma State product to come out and play, he looked like a monster out there uh, with the Cowboys uh, giving him limited action uh, this past weekend, last night. So we're going to see how this thing uh, shakes out with him this coming year. But I want to see him to continue to grow and progress. And uh, please stay at the Galleria Mall in Dallas with your pants down to your behind your knees. Big fella, they they just asking you to pull your pants up, man. Come on, man. That's one of them come on, man, uh, situations, man. Okay, we have um, Crabtree. Uh, we're going to even see him this year with the 49ers. Now, he could be a game changer, and he's uh, similar to Mr. Bryant. He's, uh, he kind of think he's better than what he really is, but uh, but he hasn't played much uh, football because he held out last year, and, uh, you know, he wasn't too productive. And then, uh, of course, uh, during the middle of the season, he had that fight with uh, uh, with Vernon Davis uh, out there, so he had another issue there. So uh, is Cab T going to have a... a, a uh, I didn't forget about a breakout year. How about are you going to play this year because you've been hurt the entire uh, 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 training camp this year. So I want to see you get it together, big fella, and play this year in 49er land. And I'm sure your, your, your uh, Niner fans want to see the same production out of you. 
that you did in college. Come now, get it together, big fella. All right, we have some acknowledgments. I want to say to that right now today. Uh, moment of silence for for Coach Ben Parks out of the San Francisco Bay Area, Menlo Park. Coach Parks has passed away uh, Saturday. Uh, he he left in his sleep, and uh, I got a call that he passed and. Unfortunately, he lost his wife about this time last year, and they were uh, real close and been together a long time. And, uh, and I guess he his, he he left his uh, earth on a, with a broken heart. So. Rest in peace, Coach Parks. Uh, man, we all want to live forever, but, you know, we can't. com. Please check in. Check in to get your workouts with DK Jr. over there at Pro Edge Performance out there in Chandler, Arizona. We have print, blueprinteducation.org. Uh, check out that website. Uh, we have our, our, our alternative school, uh, charter, our charter school, and also our high school out there. All right, this weekend we have some AZ Pop Warner High School, uh, not high school, but Pop Warner Leagues are going to be playing uh, this weekend all over the, the valley here this weekend. So get out there and get to see your kids play some football. All right, we want to uh, come back next week and, and, and talk some more football. We're going to start getting our Monday night football stuff on. Here coming, getting revved up for the NFL football season. And, hey. Live, love, laugh, and man, leave it better than you found it, big fella. All right, we see you next time. Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Gennard will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.